morning dialogue. Today we stand in the stillness of Saturday, between the crucifixion and the resurrection, between the crown of thorns and the crown of life. All hope seems lost. Death and destruction have conquered after all. We are left in hopeless darkness, where our lives seem to be a cruel experiment, or the result of an awful bargain between God and Satan, or the outcome of a board game where the dice repeatedly fall against us. By the end of this talk, I hope we will be able to answer these three questions. 1. Why was still Saturday necessary? 2. Are we living on still Saturday now? 3. What is our hope amidst still Saturday? Now, before we answer these questions, I want us to look at someone in the Bible. Now, this guy was afflicted on every side. He seemed to be doing quite well at home until his brothers turned against him. They went as far as faking his death to his father, but when they realized they won't get anything out of the deal if they just kill him, they sold him into slavery. At least then they get something useful in his stead. So he was taken to another country. He lost his status, he lost his friends and his family and everything familiar to him. He had nothing except his faith in the God of his ancestors. The dreams that got him in trouble in the first place and whatever inner resolve he had left. We are of course talking of Joseph. Now working as a slave, things seemed to go, to go all right with him, given the circumstances until the lady of the house, who had no moral compass and was a complete slave to her desires, falsely accused him of sexual harassment. He ended up right at the bottom of the pit again, quite literally, in prison. But this guy's spirit was unbreakable. Even in prison, there seemed to be something else than his circumstances that kept him going. He wasn't just focused on himself and his own miserable situation. His gaze was outward enough to realize one morning that two of his fellow prisoners were troubled. His interpretation of their two dreams turned out to be correct, and he asked Pharaoh's cupbearer to remember him and help him get out of his dire situation. But lo and behold, he is forgotten and left to rot in prison. Until one day, a couple of years later, he is remembered, and the tables turn for him. You know the story of how he interprets Pharaoh's dreams correctly, how he becomes the second in command in Egypt, how he navigates the whole of the ancient Near East through a famine and saves his family from starvation and is reconciled with the very ones who effectively killed him. Both James and Paul in the New Testament have something to say to Christian believers about living a life like Joseph. James says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Paul writes to the Christians in Rome, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Joseph was lucky in the sense that he received the crown James is talking of in this life already. 
Now this is not the case for everyone. We just have to look at how Paul and the other disciples' lives turned out, how they were persecuted and martyred, to realize full well that living for whatever glory we might get on this side of eternity might just leave us very disappointed. So we do not lose heart, Paul says to the Corinthians. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing us for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So why was still Saturday necessary? Why couldn't God just raise Jesus 15 minutes after he died? Why take the disciples into the depths of despair and hopelessness? Why weren't Joseph put in a high position earlier on? He had the qualities and the ability to rule all along, didn't he? Yes, but he lacked the character. Still Saturday is where character is formed. When trials and temptations bring us so low that we reach the end of our own solutions and allow God to chisel away the dirt to get to the gold that's buried somewhere deep inside of us. The gold that's called character. The gold that will be refined and formed into a crown of glory. Still Saturday. Our trials and temptations look different. But we're all being put to the test so that we might rise and be crowned victorious. And why do we not lose hope? Because still Saturday didn't last forever. It was evening and it was morning and there was light. The light that shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, it seems dark around us. We are afflicted by trials. We have temptations that we just don't have enough self-control over. Lord, you are here in our darkness. You are light, and the darkness has not overcome the light. You have been raised from the dead. This is our hope in this still Saturday that we are living, this time of trial, this life, where we are yearning for the crown of life where we are yearning to be with you eternally. Thank you that you have made a way. Thank you for your spirit that's guiding us in this time, that's guiding us through still Saturday. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.